Hello. And you're very welcome to another edition of The Others, the Alan Kinsella podcast, where I look at small parties, groups and independents that have contested Irish elections over the years. This week is actually the 100th uh, episode of the podcast. So I didn't think I'd make it make it this far. And, you know, I, I've still, <laughs> still about 20 or 30 groups on my list to do and invariably I will find more as that's what happens. You go looking for one thing and then end up going down a rabbit hole about another group or party you hadn't heard of. But it just, I suppose, the, the number of groups that I've covered illustrates the diversity of uh, politics in this island that uh, it's far more than just the major parties um, in the Doyle. There's been quite a lot of other activity outside of uh, outside of them. Anyway, this week's episode covers Derek Dugan, um, who some of you may be familiar with as a former Northern Ireland footballer uh, who won plenty of caps play, probably most famous for his time at Wolverhampton Wanderers in England, and also he was very much in favour of an all-Ireland uh, soccer team and was part of the Shamrock Rovers eleven that took on Brazil in 1973 in, the, in Lansdowne Road. He ran for election in East Belfast in, 19, in 1997 Westminster elections. And this episode is just a bit about his career before that. His involvement in things, you know, like the PFA and that, as well as his um, the election campaign um, for that seat and all the reaction to him running and so on. Thanks to everybody who's subscribed to the podcast. Thanks uh, especially to those who've subscribed to the Patreon and support the podcast that way. It's patreon.com electionlit. Uh, for if you want to support that and supports the website too if you can leave reviews positive reviews share episodes on social media and so on that'd be brilliant also if you want to contact me i'm at electionlit on twitter irish political ephemera on facebook irishelectionliterature.com is the website and irishelectionliterature at gmail.com is the email thanks Now, there's been plenty of uh, people involved in politics in Northern Ireland, especially, that have had uh, sporting pedigrees. In the Assembly at the moment, I think there's Justin McNulty. Um, others, another famous name, Seamus Mallon. I think Trevor Ringland. The infamous Davy Tweed. To name but a few. And actually, if you have any more examples, uh, please do get in touch because that was, uh, I always find these things interesting. So first off, uh, what prompted, obviously, the Derek Dugan being a famous footballer and so on caught my eye. But it was actually what he ran under. He was an independent. But on the ballot paper was former captain NI football team. So he ran as, rather than Conservative Unionist or whatever, he actually ran as former captain NI football team. 
was beside his name on the ballot paper. So just really unusual designation, I suppose. Dugan, of course, was a famous footballer. Uh, he, he was born in Belfast and played for a distillery and then moved to Portsmouth, Blackburn, and Aston Villa, Peterborough, Leicester. And probably his most famous um, spell was with Wolves. And he later, I think, became player manager of Kettering Town. He won 43 caps for the North, uh, Northern Ireland, uh, scoring eight goals. And overall, in his league career appearances, he made, um, in his whole career, he made 754 appearances for the clubs, scoring 303 goals, which is quite incredible. He was opinionated. He would have fallen out with directors and things like that at various clubs, fallen out with the authority figures, I suppose. And he actually became involved in the PFA in England, was part of the movement to break down the maximum wage for players um, in the 60s and then became chairman of the PFA for a period. And they were, you know, quite radical time. You know, it's not, uh, it wasn't the time of multi-millionaire players like we have now. Um, you know, players would have been ordinary, uh, ordinary people that would have lived on the same street. You know, people playing for top clubs would, you know, they literally would have lived on the same street as, as you, it wasn't, um, they weren't in exclusive gated communities or anything like that, as uh, as the, as many of the top people would be today. It's a different world. They didn't uh, they didn't have the same wealth contracts and so on. Even if you think of transfer fees, they were nominal compared to what they are now. There wouldn't be an agents, etc. Dugan um, was an advocate of an All-Ireland soccer team and he helped organise um, a match between what was supposed to be an All-Ireland soccer team and Brazil but what uh, because of objections from the IFA and the Football Association of Ireland and they had been implacably opposed to the staging of the game. And that's why the team was called the Shamrock Rovers 11. Um, John Giles and, and Dugan had been instrumental in it. I have to actually have the programme for that match and just team. The Shamrock Rovers 11 included Pat Jennings, Alan Kelly, David Craig, Pat Mulligan, Tommy Carroll, Alan Hunter, Mick Martin, Terry Conroy, Martin O'Neill, Derek Dugan, John Giles, Don Gibbons. Liam O'Kane, Mia Dennehy and Brian Hamilton. So there was a good mix of North and South there. And they were managed by um, Liam Toohey. And the technical staff was Paddy Ambrose, Shane Noonan and of course the famous Shamrock Rovers physio, um, Billy Lord. Brazil, Liao, Wendell, Renato, Rodrigo's, Rodriguez Neto, Mourinho, Lavinia, Paulinha, Dirko, Chiquino, Luis Pereira, Valdemiro, Carboni, Jarzinho, Dario, Edu, Pla Piazza, Paolo Cesar, Claude Oaldo, Rivellino, Marco Antonio and Zemaria. So decent Brazilian um, team too. 
But there's some profiles of the Irish players, and there's a little profile here of uh, Dubin. Chairman of the Professional Footballers Association, author, television personality, and a feared striker. That is a brief summary of the man known as the Doog throughout the football world. This remarkable and controversial striker assisted Liam Toohey and Johnny Giles to select the all-star side for this evening's encounter with the world champs. Doog has just returned from South Africa where he did some missionary work among football followers in the dark continent. And the match was in aid of UNICEF and the Irish Cancer Society. It was quite a quite an undertaking, and indeed Dugan didn't uh, win any more caps for Northern Ireland after appearing in this match and helping to organise it. So obviously the powers that be in the IFA really, really were really annoyed at uh, this fixture, the Shamrock Rovers eleven v Brazil in Lansdowne Road on the third of July, nineteen seventy three. Regarding it mentioned to him being a TV personality, for the 1970 World Cup, he appeared on ITV's uh, World Cup panel and apparently was really uh, controversial and was well known. You know, it was, I suppose, a bit like Eamon Dunphy or something. He was, he was quite opinionated. As PFA chairman, he instituted the PFA awards. But political aside, obviously, the... Uh, you know, the PFA and fighting for footballers' rights and so on. In the 1978 World Cup, during that World Cup, he delivered a football to the Argentinian embassy in the UK covered in the names of various trade unionists, socialists and journalists imprisoned by the country's military, military junta. He became uh, chairman of Wolves. And then in early 1997, he had a terrible heart attack and nearly died. And that was headlines itself um, in, in, you know, all, you know, people are almost writing his obituary, but thankfully he recovered. In March 1997, the Doog kicks off pole bid. Former international soccer star Derek Dugan announced today a bid to kick DUP Deputy Leader Peter Robinson out of Parliament. The 58-year-old playmaker turned politician is attempting to become MP for East Belfast. Only two months ago, the Doog, as he is known, suffered a major heart attack and he admits he is fortunate to be alive. But he is now back on his feet and battling for a seat in the Commons. He faces an uphill task faced not only by long-serving Peter Robinson, but Ulster Unionist Reg MP and Alliance's Jim Hendren. Asked if he believed he was going to beat Mr. Robinson, Mr. Dugan said, I'll give him a fair run for his money. During his 15-year international football career, the big striker played 43 times for Northern Ireland. He's a Protestant, bought up in East Belfast, but says he's neither a unionist nor a nationalist. He will run as an independent and his policies include a referendum on Northern Ireland on the province's political future, integrated education, peace through appreciation of human differences. At his campaign launch in Belfast today, he said, when I drove myself to hospital in January, I knew somehow that would come through and that I would offer myself to serve the people of East Belfast. I am one of them. I've been away. I am back among them.
My politics are the politics of trust, tenderness and togetherness, the three T's. When you have come back from the door of death, you see life and the future in a very different light. And there will be a, a series of soccer puns and reports and everything around this. And uh, victory in East Belfast on May the 1st would be his best result ever. And just on that theme of um, soccer. Soccer player turned dull politician. Derek Dugan was warned today his decision to run in East Belfast in the general election was an own goal. Ulster Unionist councillor Jim Rogers said he had the utmost respect for him but felt the 58-year-old was wasting his time. So nobody could could resist the old football-related pun. Doog election attempt crazy, says soccer legend Terry Neal. Northern Ireland soccer legend Terry Neal today described the decision of his former international teammate Derek Dugan to stand for election as crazy. Derek is just recovering from a heart attack. You have to go into something like this from a position of strength, said the ex-player and manager, who is now a successful businessman in London. Speaking from his sports bar and brasserie in the Holborn Viaduct, he added, I applaud the sentiment, but Derek has, has, has had his health problems, and I am familiar enough with Northern Ireland to know that it is probably the most difficult political situation in the world. It is something one grieves and weeps about, and I have been deeply hurt by the situation. I do at times despair. Mr Neil, who played 59 for, times for his country, said he had no doubt that the former Wolves hero, Mr Dugan, meant well. But I trust that he has spoken to one or two people who could tell him about what exactly is involved. At last week's launch of his campaign to win the East Belfast seat, Mr Dugan said he planned to contact other sporting contemporaries, such as George Best, Mary Peters and Pat Jennings, to ask them for their support. So former teammates, managers and etc. come out um, are coming out against him running. It wasn't just a uh, wasn't just Ulster Unionist councillors. Don't do it, Doug. Soccer legend told to give politics a miss. The chairman of one of Ulster's biggest soccer supporters club la clubs last night appealed to football legend Derek Dugan, don't stand in this election. Eddie Harvey of the Westbourne Glentoran Supporters Club in the East Belfast constituency Dugan hopes to win described his election bid as very, very foolish. Eddie said, I'm sure Derek means well and wants people to live here together. Maybe he thinks he's a football personality when in reality many young people today wouldn't know who he was. I think his best talents still lie in football and maybe he'd be better off putting his energy into teaching kids how to play the game. The Glens fans leader urged Dugan to be realistic about the May the 1st election, adding East Belfast is a unionist seat, seat, whichever way you look at it. I just don't see him getting an awful lot of votes. But there's another reason why Dugan could lose out in the east of the city, his stance on international soccer. The former Wolves centre forward is behind a campaign to establish an All-Ireland international football team. He claims it's the only way forward for the game on this island. But warned Eddie, I know quite a few Northern Ireland supporters and I don't think that they would be too pleased with that idea. It could cost him votes. The quit now plea comes just days after the former Northern Ireland manager Terry Neal expressed fears over Dugan's health. He described the election bid as crazy.
East Belfast candidate Derek Dugan has come up with new descriptions to attack his unionist rivals. The former international footballer said the DUP should be called the Destructive Unionist Party. The UUP, the Uncompromising Unionist Party. He said people were demanding change away from the bickering displayed by David Trimble and Ian Paisley. A vote for Dugan is a vote for realignment and reason, he said. In the, you know, the, the pre-election constituency profiles, he isn't really given a chance at all. And just given a, a, um, a few lines of a profile, Derek Dugan, former captain of the Northern Ireland football team, now a Belfast businessman, specialises in leisure, says people should be allowed to decide their future in a referendum. And that was it within the, the profile. So in that 1997 uh, East Belfast Westminster election, Dugan polled 541 votes. He beat Joseph Bell of the Workers' Party and David Collins of the Natural Law Party, but finished behind Patricia Lewisy of the SDLP, Dominic Corrish in Fane, Sarah Dines, a Conservative, Jim Hendren of the Alliance, Reg Empey of the UUP, and the seat was won by Peter Robinson of the DUP. Both 16,640 votes, 42.63% of the vote. The Duke bows out of career in politics. Former international soccer star Derek Dugan has decided to give his political career the boot. After losing his deposit in, the, in East Belfast in his election debut, he has now decided to watch from the sidelines. But his political responsibilities are not quite over. The province's chief electoral officer, Pat Bradley, has yet to receive details of his election expenses. But today, Mr Dugan described the issue as a storm in a teacup. Speaking from England, he said his health had taken a turn for the worse, and that there have been logistical problems in delivering the necessary information to the electoral office. In January this year, the 58-year-old former Wolves and Northern Ireland striker suffered a heart attack and fought the May election in spite of advice to take a complete rest. He polled 541 votes as a cross-community independent and admitted today once is enough. He added, I'm very fearful for the political future of Northern Ireland. He would have been a regular on television, especially in Northern Ireland, um, promoting the uh, idea of the all-Ireland um, football team and this in turn led to there's a mural in East Belfast um, of him and it was regularly attacked. A former Northern Ireland football captain has branded as morons those defaced, who defaced his portrait on an East Belfast mural. A portrait of Derek Dugan which sits alongside those of other soccer heroes including George Best, Sammy McElroy and Danny Blanchfair at the wall in Woodstock Road was attacked with black paint over the weekend. It's the latest in a series of attacks on his painting. Mr Dugan, 66, who was capped 43 times for Northern Ireland and also played for Blackburn Rovers, Aston Villa, Leicester and Wolverhampton Wanderers, has voiced his support in the past for an All-Ireland football team. But he believes that those responsible for vandalism misunderstand his opinions as being political rather than personal. He said he is proud of both his East Belfast roots and his playing career, despite the actions of a small number of people. He said, I'm proud that I was born off the Newton Arts Road and lived in Duke Street. 
I co-captained an All-Ireland team against Brazil in 1973, which included Martin O'Neill, Pat Jennings and Brian Hamilton. I genuinely believe that, like rugby, there should be a team from the 32 counties. There's nothing political about that, it's just a personal opinion. I'm still the only Irish-born guy to have scored over 200 league goals. They want to segregate me into a category and I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Every now and then the minority seems to shame the majority, but I do believe the majority in the 32 counties are decent people. East Belfast Ulster Union as Jim Rogers paid tribute to Mr Dugan's talent as a footballer and added that the vandalism had been carried out by people who knew no better. Derek is a guy who says what he thinks. Some people may not agree with him, his views, but this is totally uncalled for and I would ask them to refrain. His political career, despite uh, saying it was finished, wasn't quite. And he joined UKIP and even appeared on Question Time, um, you know, the BBC uh, political show, as a representative of UKIP um, in June 2006. A year later, in June 2007, he passed away. But anyway, I just thought that that whole election campaign was interesting and to be down as former captain NI football team on the ballot paper was something else. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks to everybody who subscribed to the podcast. Um, leave reviews and subscribe if you haven't. Thanks too to everybody who subscribed to the Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash election. Thanks.